On the morning of June tenth, 2020, Wanda Palmer was found in her yard in a puddle of blood. Authorities were called. They thought she was dead. She turned out to be alive, but badly injured. It looked as though perhaps she had been attacked by a hatchet or a machete. Wanda lay in a coma for two years before waking up just a few weeks ago and miraculously was able to name her attacker. You won't believe who it was. everybody and welcome to the true crime squad this is katie weaver i'm here with my sister co-host and partner in crime christy brower hello hello hey everybody how's it going it's going pretty well had a whirlwind va- vacation no weekend it feels like it <laughs> of a lot of fun stuff some really fun stuff but i, I am tired i can tell it was a whirlwind weekend yeah, I'm with you. I'm about worn out, but it's true. We've had all kinds of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys, if you have not seen Where the Crawdads Sing, oh, go right this minute and go yes. watch it. It is so good. So good. I'm still in shock, to be honest, still. It's been more than 24 hours. <laughs> I'm, I'm still no in spoiler shock. alerts. No, but so good. So yeah. good. So, so yeah, this is our really Monday good. episode. And, uh, yeah, so this is uh, us kicking off the week with a few new uh, cases here. There's all kinds of stuff going on in the crime world right now. Mm-hmm. I had a hard time choosing. I almost felt like I wanted to do, like, you know, six segments for this show of short things because there's a lot of things happening. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I digress. Here we are. So that we'll be back tomorrow with more, right. uh, <laughs> as per always. Yeah. But before uh, our main case, Christy, I'm going to kick the mic over to you for some WTF news. Yes. Well, WTF West Virginia. And I'm sure that's been said many times and will continue to be said many times. However, mm-hmm. in this instance, it is because... Circuit Judge David W. Hummel Jr. pointed a gun at a defense attorney. Whoa! In court in March of 2022. This, right? I don't Uh, think that ever happened to Mark Means. Right? So during this trial going on in West Virginia in March, the judge pulls out a gun, scans the room with it, and points it directly at the defense team. Then he lays it down on the bench and he rotates the barrel so it's still pointing at the defense attorney. (laughs) What the hell? Right? Like, uh, (laughs) that's not very subtle. Oh, no. So uh, what happened is that the defense team had filed a motion to disqualify the judge because of some conflict of interest there. Somehow there's something to do with his family that makes um, this case, they think, a conflict of interest for him to preside over. So like, that maybe mo- that's true. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that motion was denied. Oh, gosh. So, um, <laughs> yeah, after the first time they were in court, after that whole thing went down, um, he looked her right in the eye and said, nice try. And, uh, yeah. So, apparently, um, he was, the judge was wearing a gun during the first pretrial, during the pretrial conference. He, mm-hmm. His robe was unzipped and she could see that he was wearing a holstered gun then. Which I guess oh, is his right or whatever, but. Is it in their courthouse? I, I guess it depends on the laws of their state, but. I guess, um, seems kind of creepy to me. Um, yeah. So at one point during opening statements, he interrupted her, dismissed the jury, and then berated her. She said he screamed, I'm a despicable person, and used profanity, which I've never heard anyone in court cuss, to be honest. I was in total shock, and it proceeded for the rest of the week. It was torture, and every day you never knew what was going to set him off. Holy shit. So then on March 12th, of course... Um, well, oh, wait, before that, she decided to bring security with them to court because that seemed, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, like a good plan. And, uh, the, um, a court officer turned their security away, would not la- allow them in. And <laughs> the judge, so here's what the judge says about the security guy that, that they wouldn't let in the in the room. I got this man here carrying a man purse, which I make fun of him every damn day for wearing such a sissy ass contraption. And I, <laughs> what? And, and I hear he has blood coagulant. I have coagulant up here too. And I've got lots of guns like bigger ones too. <laughs> oh my uh, I mean what? somebody needs to take a look at this judge because things are not good yes so then the actual pointing of the gun things happens you know and, and the gun thing and um so finally um the, the this defense attorney Ms. Uh, Vernado did um report him mm-hmm. And like a wise idea. Yes. Um, although there is an investigation going on, uh, the judge is not allowed to comment at this time. Wise, wise, wise. Um, there may be an investigation going on into him, but at this point, he is still listed as a judge in their county. So, you know, I mean, how could anyone, at least that this attorney was uh defending get a fair case in his court they couldn't yeah couldn't at all also what the hell yeah (laughs) so anyway uh scary scary very scary um Mm -hmm. yeah the defense attorney was literally afraid for her life sounds like she should have been yeah so sounds like a pretty unhinged deal. We're uh, going to keep an eye on this judge because yeah. uh, he, uh, he he needs to go to um, judge retirement where he goes out on a nice farm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's time. 
for sure. It, it, it is because, uh, yeah, he he should not be uh, proceeding presiding over anything at this point. Yeah, no. What the hell does the blood coagulant thing mean? Ah. My, you have thick blood, but my blood is thicker. Is that what it's supposed to mean? I don't. It's a I, real weird thing to say. I don't know. I I'm completely thrown off. And I may be trying to make sense of the nonsensical, frankly. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I've got. Well, okay then. <laughs> so I'm going to turn the time over to you for our main case, which is some um, true crime breaking news. It is. You know, this might be a true crime squad first. Because mm. I can't think of a time when we've covered a case out of West Virginia that we probably have, but we've got two in a row today. Because <laughs> are you serious? Is that case, from West Virginia? Oh, wow. When you started talking, I went, "Oh no, did we cover the same case? We did not." But mm. interesting, yeah. So I want to introduce you guys to this lovely lady. This is Wanda Palmer. So Wanda Palmer lived in West Virginia and was disabled. According to her Facebook page, she lived in Cottageville, West Virginia. Okay. Facebook said uh, that she was a country girl, hard worker, disabled due to wreck in 1998. Oh. And in 2020, she had posted on her Facebook page she was looking for someone to help to uh, weed or weed eat the lawn, looking for some help with lawn, lawn care. That was on June 4th. Mm-hmm. Well, on June 10th, she had some people that showed up to do some work on the lawn. And when they got there, she was lying in a pool of blood, unresponsive. No. no. And she lived in a trailer house that was just up the road from her mother. Mm-hmm. So, according to her mom, her mom Eileen told the news that uh, they came Wednesday morning to mow her grass, and they found her in a pool of blood. They ran up on the hill real fast and told us, and I called the police. Mm. So, the police came, and mom was really surprised because, you know, she does live next door. She said she didn't hear or see anything. She said, uh, I had my windows open in my home and we never heard one thing. Hmm. But here we are. I, uh, Wanda was terribly injured. Uh, in fact, when law enforcement got there, they thought that she was deceased. Uh, but she was not. She had a very faint pulse. So she was taken to the hospital. Uh, she was in the ICU for quite a while. She really wasn't expected to live. But she did. Uh, her wounds started to heal, but her brain is badly damaged. Uh, they couldn't find a murder weapon, but they felt like she had been bludgeoned with either a hatchet, perhaps, or a machete, something like that. Wow. So eventually she was transferred to a nursing home where she mm-hmm. has been in a coma now for two years. Oh, wow. And one of the suspects was her brother. Ooh. Her brother's name is Daniel Palmer. Okay. 
I apologize for this picture. I wish I could have found something better. This is literally all I could find anywhere. I have searched for hours, but this is it. Mm. So this is Daniel. He was a suspect initially because there's been quite a bit of violence between them in the past. Mm. But they had no evidence to tie him to it, except for that a neighbor said that they saw Daniel in the doorway of her trailer the night before. Mm-hmm. That was later that someone came forward and said that, and they had no evidence. And, of course, he said he hadn't been to her house in days, and it's kind of just where it sat. So this case has just been cold and sitting for the last two years while Wanda has been in a coma. Well, a couple of weeks ago, the police got a call. Wanda woke up. Whoa. Wanda's severely brain damaged. And, but coherent enough over the course of a few days for her to be able to be interviewed by the police. Um, She remembered where she lived, Mm -hmm. living in her trailer next to her mom. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remembered some details. And when asked who did this to her, she told them plainly that it was her brother, Daniel. Holy cow. And from what I can gather from the articles that I've read, she was, she's literally answering in like one word sentences. She's really, I mean, this is very limited communication, but enough Mm -hmm. that they feel like she's coherent on what happened to her. Anyway, they asked her why Daniel would do something like this to her. And she told them it's because he's mean. Yikes. In 2019, she posted on Facebook, My brother Daniel, why you trespassed on my mobile home and damaged things which you have no right to, for shame on you, God, I give him to you to deal with. Oh, wow. Yeah. With a meme. And the meme said, the enemy is not fighting you because you are weak. He's fighting you because you're strong. So they're clearly been trouble in the past uh, and others have said that as well that mm-hmm. uh, there had been trouble with him in the past but at any rate that's uh you know that's that's what had happened well last week authorities uh arrested daniel mm-hmm. with a pretty great struggle it sounds like oh and So they said he was taken July 15th after being charged with, uh, to this, uh, I'm sorry, to the South Central Regional Jail. He's mm. 55. They said mm-hmm. he was uncooperative while in custody and during booking procedures. And they had to call out a magistrate to come and get him uh, arraigned. And then they sent him to the hospital because he was not well. Mm-hmm. And he was in the hospital less than 24 hours, and he died. Oh, my God. Uh, Of what? They're not saying. Uh, The authorities are saying that the autopsy results will be released to the family only. Uh, He was charged, uh, you know, with with two counts here for attempted murder and for malicious injury, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, Reading through a lot of comments. This is a hard case. I really wanted to cover it because I think it deserves it. Wanda deserves it, for God's sake. Absolutely. 
but uh ooh, the info is pretty cookie cutter you can go look up 20 articles they all say exactly the same thing mm-hmm. i have done a lot of sleuthing to find a little bit more information in fact the pictures that I have of Wanda are ones that I didn't find anywhere else, but was finally able to locate a, a Facebook page wow. by locating her sister. And anyway, it's, it's, yeah, it's been quite the Facebook adventure and <laughs> sleuthing adventure on this case, but I, I wanted more info, wow. very little on him. A couple of things that locals have said, locals are saying that he had a stroke. Oh, I don't okay. know if they know that or not, but that's mm-hmm. what they're saying. However, locals are also saying that he was well known to be riding his bike around town up until like the last couple of years. And so they thought he seemed pretty healthy, at least up to that point. But it seems as Mm -hmm. though he was in pretty rough shape. This is the booking photo. Yeah. I mean, uncooperative indeed, you know. Did he have a physical disability? I'm not sure. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. There's or if this was just him trying to refuse the photo. Right. Right. Not sure. Yeah. Okay. Not sure. So, of course, some people are concerned that there was some kind of police brutality here. Uh, he was fighting, you know, and skirmishing with the police. I, I suspect there wasn't. However, it seems as though the police were just trying to do their job with this guy. And he was pretty uh, unhinged. Mm-hmm. But... At any rate, uh, Mm. so there'll be no true justice for Wanda. And yet she won't have to go through the rest of her life worried that this could ever happen again either. Right. Because he is gone for good. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Yeah. Interestingly, there was a obituary posted for him. Mm Mm-hmm. That is just as normal as ever. The obituary says he died after... uh, long illness and Wanda's listed as one of his siblings just Just pretending like now this ever happened huh yeah when has that ever happened in an obituary before (laughs) so but their poor family has all of this to grapple with yeah that's a lot watched her lay in a coma for the last two years after she was horrifically attacked and nearly killed Mm-hmm. Then to find out that, in fact, it was Daniel who did it. Now Daniel has died. My God. So my yeah. heart goes out to the Palmer family because I can't only Absolutely. imagine. Yeah. How much uh, heartache and stress and horror this entire situation has brought to them. But what a deal. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. The idea of a coma patient waking waking up and uh, fingering their assailant happens in the movies, not in real life. It's such right. an extremely rare thing to happen. Yeah. And of course, he was only accused and charged. He was not tried. So we have to be clear about that. He was not mm. tried. He was not found guilty. We All we know is what uh, Wanda has said coming up out of a coma. Right. It would have been interesting to see this case go to court if it did. Mm-hmm. Because uh, would she have been found to be a credible witness or not? Mm-hmm. Considering her disability mm-hmm. uh, at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think crazy. very unlikely that she would have been able to appear in court. And so anyway, it, it would have been just from a, you know. A 
an no interest in the legal system. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, standpoint to see how this how this proceeded through the courts, but of course now it will not. Yeah. But at any rate, uh, so our hearts go out to their family and especially to Wanda that she continues to improve and that yeah. she can pull together some kind of quality of life here. Yeah. Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm going to kick the mic back over to you for some good old Florida man. Mm-hmm. Ah, Florida man. We usually think of Florida man in in uh, relation to crimes committed. However, are you familiar with any of the Florida sheriffs? Because, whoa, <laughs> there's some serious, there's some seriously crazy shit going on in Florida mm-hmm. with sheriffs. But I thought this one was particularly funny. So in Brevard County, uh, that's Sheriff Wayne Ivy. Um, he hosts a video called Wheel of Fugitive. (laughs) (laughs) And he spins a wheel that has photos of the top 10 counties most wanted. Uh, This seems pretty brilliant. Yeah. Apparently everybody watches it. Even the fugitives watch it to see who becomes fugitive of the week. (laughs) No, <laughs> so funny. So then, whoever wins fugitive uh-huh. of the week, they they get a little talking to by the sheriff. So, um, in a recent episode, <laughs> there was a 32 year old white male accused of petty theft and failure to appear. Oh, uh, and so <laughs> Sheriff Ivy looks into the camera and says, urges him to surrender. Stop messing up and stop breaking the law. Get all of it behind you. <laughs> it's like he's turned it into a game show <laughs> in which you you win jail time. <laughs> you also win some pretty silver bracelets. Mm-hmm. True, true. Possible ri- anklets as well. A ride in a limo. <laughs> yeah. Your name yeah. in the news. I mean, you were fugitive <laughs> of the week. What an honor. So funny, but clever, you know. Wouldn't want that on their resume, really. That goes on LinkedIn for sure. For sure. Well, that is brilliant. Yeah, because it gets people watching it, and everyone's Mm -hmm. like, oh shit, there's Steve. You know, you're like, (laughs) calling up Steve. Listen, dude, you're fugitive of the week. Just go turn yourself in. Oh, um, I love it. Now I got to start watching Fugitive of the Week. That's my right? favorite thing now. <laughs> so clever. So I thought that was very much worth sharing. <laughs> so do the fugitives, I wonder if they ever comment on these uh, on these videos. See, I think they must because he knows that they watch. Mm-hmm. But we've seen that before mm-hmm. with, with like um, sheriff's offices, their Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A couple funny. of years ago, the Idaho Falls Police Department did this uh, on Valentine's Day. Oh, right. With a whole bunch of their Valentines. And mm-hmm. one guy started commenting and had quite the thread going back and forth with the sheriff's office. It was so funny. Was hilarious. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Well, I think that's pretty clever and brilliant. Right. Social media works for all kinds of stuff. Yes, it does. Including catching fugitives. Mm-hmm. 
Even if you have to turn it into a game show, apparently. <laughs> right. I like it a lot. <laughs> Fugitive of the week. Uh, so funny. Hey, maybe you get an extra scoop of mashed potatoes or something. I, right. You should get something. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You get uh, two blankets on your bed. <laughs> well, you'll start with one, but it depends on who your roommate is if you finish with one. Well, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. That's our Monday episode. So we're going to be back tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday with new episodes. We'll be back mm-hmm. Wednesday night with case updates. We'll be back Thursday night with the psychic hour. That's what's going on. And it Most is, uh, we also have two Patreons this week. So watch for those mm-hmm. as well. Lots of stuff going on. We hope that you guys had a good weekend and a good start to your week. Mm-hmm. Drink your water. Be kind to yourselves. You deserve it. And as always, this has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Take care. Bye, everybody.